0: podcast about sports, about sports, about sports. Howdy, Ags. Welcome to the tailgate, home of Aggie Sports at this point. Yep. This is Coach, the delivery man. What's up, Court? Man, it's good to be back in front of it again. It's been about a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, you know, off-season, we're taking a little extra time in between episodes, but we're getting them out there. Yeah. Uh, let me start today by a little shout-out to a friend of the show, Brett Minnick, member of the Aggie baseball team. Uh, hope that uh, the surgery uh, went well and uh, the recovery gets started off and uh, full recovery, obviously, for this later on in the season. The report is that he'll Six probably – yeah, maybe around six weeks. Yeah. So, he'll probably be back around early part of the SEC season, something like that. With still plenty of, obviously, baseball to play. So Right. Uh, wish wish minute, which is a great Aggie, by the way. Yeah. Um, all the luck in the world through that recovery process and, and a speedy recovery. All right? Um, It'll be great. <clears throat> today's episode brought to you by Frida Homes, Building Aggie Dreams, Custom Home Builders with over 15 years of experience in the Brazos Valley, if you are looking for someone that cares about the details you care about, contact Frida Homes. Visit them on Instagram at Frida.Holmes or give Justin a call at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves their, everyone loves their Frida, Frida homes. homes. All right. Don't forget, email us at axtailget at gmail.com. Send us some comments on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. We love hearing from you guys. And to show it, here's a couple of comments from the crowd, folks. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Cody Scherr says, "Grats on the 100th episode from The Liquor Guy. Liquor Cody, guy. we're going to keep on going. We're at number 101. We're not going to count them every time. Nope. But eventually we'll say, hey, that's 200 episodes. Probably about another 100 episodes from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for that, Cody. Yeah, Cody. Uh, Alex Smith wants to know about Anthony Hill and the decommitment. Also wants to know why we can't get a blue-chip linebacker on board. Um well, we used to be linebacker you didn't we? Yeah. I mean it seems like it. That's uh that's like thirty years ago, Cory. Well so Von Miller wasn't that long ago, was he? <laughs> I mean, no, I, you know, Vaughn played more of a defensive end here. Yeah, he did. You know. So that, that also doesn't really apply. But I'll I'll say this, I mean look, did we miss out on Perkins and yes. Anthony Hill this yes. year? Yes, we did. But God. With linebackers, man, with linebackers, sometimes it's you know, look, I, I've got I've got very high expectations for a guy like martial Harris who got some playing time last year, looked good coming off the edge, seemed like the type of player that could play a role similar to what Perkins does over at LSU, right. you know, as a as a pressure guy, right? Um, I like the Torian York recruit coming in as well an instinctive guy probably underrated you know the inside linebacker spot is really where we're we're needing a lift there and sometimes that's not Anthony Hill sometimes that's not Perkins those guys are sometimes more edge guys but those inside linebacker guys aren't always the highest recruited guys man because it's also it's so it's about instincts, right right the other thing I'll say is yes, we need to get in you know close out on some of those guys but the other thing I'll say is this We've got a new linebackers coach, right? Because Santucci's gone. Right. Our new linebackers coach is going to be our defensive coordinator. Yeah. DJ Durkin. What's your confidence in this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that he can get the recruits in. Let's. Let's. That's the question: Is why can't we get blue chip? I will say
0: because because of the play of the linebackers here and the lack of usage of the linebackers is probably a lot to do with it, right? Yeah. And so, and last year didn't help it out at all. Last year didn't help. They've got to play better. Yeah. They've got they have got to play better, and they've got to keep them have them on the field. Right. Otherwise, those top end linebackers they're not going to show up. No period. Right. Well, I mean, if I was a linebacker, why would I go to a Yeah.
1: They're going to play three defensive line and six defensive backs and maybe a linebacker or two. Yeah. So, they're – you know, hopefully You're basically a coverage guy. You're
0: basically, blamed for not stopping the run. Right. With no protection up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ram Ram says, an I Smith coming back. Wow. Now, that's exciting news, guys. Oh, it is. Good bull. Yeah, love we, it. We talked about it last week for sure. ice Smith, huge part of this team. Leadership, production, you know, the work ethic, the everything, man. So, excited to have him back. True Aggie. True Aggie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. You know, so we got a little bit of a cool football topic coming up here in a minute. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the position battles to watch for right. this spring as uh, spring practice is getting closer and closer to starting up. Uh, but let's start off with a little bit of a and basketball, man. What's because these dudes are on a roll. What? On a roll. Aggie basketball? Look, huge wins against Arkansas. Arkansas. Mizzou, Tennessee. Tennessee ranked number 11 last night. Last night. Last night. Great game. 68-63 to 63 win. Yeah. Look, they're ranked in the top 25. They're probably going to move up after these wins. Talk to me about A&M basketball court.
1: Oh, man. Last night watching that game. I'll tell you, Wade Taylor, you've talked to me about it before, about being MVP. I think him and Boots are 1A, 1B right now. But, I mean, they probably have the best backcourt in the SEC. I mean, Alabama's good. I mean, don't get me wrong, Alabama's great. They have a lot of talent. But backcourt-wise, two guys that handle the ball as much as Boots and Wade do. It's great. Then you have Dennis, who's playing great, so athletic. I didn't realize how
0: athletic that guy was until you actually watch him play. I want to say this, and and I think, look, and we've we've discussed it back and forth who we think that MVP is. And I do believe that as you look at the entirety of the season, you know, you. You, you know what Boots has done throughout to try to keep this team afloat at times. Yeah, has been huge. He's taken over some games too. Yeah, and and <sighs> rebounding, defense, yeah. scoring, uh, uh, you know, everything. Right? Yeah, right. And but as the season has progressed and we've gotten later into the season, the guy that's the clear sort of uh, catalyst for this team, I think, has become Wade Taylor. Wade Taylor has become the catalyst for this team because of his scoring and his ability to make buckets when it matters and it is important.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it goes back to what Buzz was saying. He said we go with the hot hand. Wade's been hot lately. Before that, it was Boots, and so whenever whoever gets hot, but I think it's more than hot.
0: I think he's showing now that he's one of those. He's one of those guys in the NCAA basketball that is just a, a guy that can get it done no matter what, right? I don't know.
1: He makes me nervous sometimes. I mean, his handle is good, but he can get a little crazy with the
0: turnovers. He he's still – especially on passes, right? Oh. I, I, more than on the handle, on passes, he I mean, will get a little careless. Uh, he a did little the last like two or three times. Yeah. A little careless. We don't and the, those turnovers, he he had been – look, and he had been – he'd taken a step forward in that regard. You yep. know, well, prior to last night, he probably on one or two turnovers a game before that for the – previous three or four. Right. And then last night he sort of reverted back. I don't know how exactly how many he had, but he had four or five. But the
1: team as a whole is is great because you have Marble and Coleman down low, they're beating people to death. I'm talking about like, physically we, beating and them.
0: And before we go to the rest of them, last night on the broadcast, I thought this was the one of the I mean one of the highlights of their of the broadcast because what? for the most part those announcers were very uh, let's say not pro a And M. It seemed like it's. Well, they kept like talking
1: to, about the players Tennessee were missing. Like,
0: oh, they're missing James. They're missing this kind of like. But one thing that they did say, play. what? One thing they did say is that uh, Taylor, they believe, is the best point guard in the SEC.
1: Yeah,
0: I believe so too. And I think that's a valid that's a valid claim.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think who are, who else is a good point guard. The guy from Alabama Sears, I don't know if he's... He's not a true point guard, though. He's more of a... Kind of like Taylor, a scoring threat. If Taylor's a better distributor, he'd be a better Well, the kid from Auburn,
0: right?
1: Yeah, Green's good. Uh, there's a bunch of good players, but like if you're
0: talking next level, Wade Taylor might be the best one in the bunch. I think Wade Taylor's the best of the bunch. I agree with him, and I think he's just getting better and better. Right. Um, so... Along with, with what you were saying, right? Coleman. You horrible. add to that in the backcourt specifically, like right. you said, Dexter Dennis, and you add, obviously, Boots. Right. Um, some of the rotation guys in Gordon and Hefner. Garcia. Right? And now Lynch. in the front court, Garcia rotating in with Coleman. Lynch. Washington. And Solo. And bit... Solo. I mean, this team you is got really, a good coming together. Yeah, really good rotation Yeah. Really
1: coming re- together. Garcia is really impressed me. I mean, he's – he seems to be around the ball. He's like a Dennis Rodman type. I mean, he's always
0: around the ball. He's not huge, but he's always got his hands somewhere. They talked about it last night, right? Like the fact this guy doesn't play that many minutes, but yet he's one of the leaders in in
1: offensive rebounds. It's crazy. Right? I mean, he's always there. He has great timing. I watched the ball last night. It hit the rim, and then it bounced and hit the rim again. And he, he didn't jump on the first one. He saw it doing it, and other players were already up. And he went up and got it. And I don't know. It happened two or three times last night where the, they stopped the damn game yeah. to Oof. do the reviews. Yeah. It drove me nuts. I'm just like,
0: just get the Aggies a damn ball. Look, and, and here's and here's the thing, right? He's don't get me wrong. He's still look the energy that he brings is great and all those things. He still has to be a little bit stronger with the ball and just hanging right. right. But yeah, you know the guy and the guy keeps and he does. He's getting better in offensive rebounds. He's getting better rebounding altogether. Defensively, he's getting better in all those kinds of things. So he's gonna to continue to be a part of the rotation. Solo is you know they
1: talked about it. his way a little bit. They talked about it today on sacks. who would your vote be for coach of the year in SEC? Would it be Buzz? I think
0: 100 percent. See Hang they're down. they're talking maybe Oates from Alabama too. You know, but Alabama had a, a a lot higher expectations coming in, right? I mean, they well, A and M had huge expectations. Pre-season. I, don't think, A&M, no, no, I no, think preseason, no, no, I think preseason A and
1: M was actually were they not ranked ahead of Alabama? No, are you sure? I'm pretty sure A and M was not ranked at all
0: preseason. So
1: I'm talking like the magazines I read and stuff. They had A and M number two, maybe number three in the conference. They had Tennessee and Kentucky up at the top, Auburn. Auburn Arkansas. was up there. Yeah, they had a bunch of the Arkansas. They up, had all it? these teams way up high. And then further down. And Alabama was further down because they didn't know that Miller was going to be this good. He oh, was God. a
0: a good recruit, but they weren't sure what they were getting. Now, you also have to factor in the fact that <laughs> Miller is now under investigation for apparently providing a gun to the guy. <laughs> yeah, that he guy screwed you. up. Yeah, he screwed
1: up.
0: We'll see, we'll see but, what comes of that. But either way, I mean, Buzz is in the conversation. Oh, right? absolutely. I think Buzz is clearly in the Look, this team went from losing at home to Wofford to now being pretty comfortable at least number two in the SEC with a chance to win the conference, right? Right, and if that happens, I mean, I think he has to be coach of the year. If they
1: win the conference, he's coach of the year. He might be the NCAA coach of the year. I'm not sure who (laughs) you put ahead on who's in a better coaching job. I mean, with the talent you have, with no surefire NBA player transition, all yeah. the transition
0: guys, right? I mean, and how many got a guys? A bunch of guys that didn't play with them last year that are starting marble. Look, they're twenty-one Dennis. and seven overall. They're thirteen and two in the conference currently, only behind Alabama, who's got one loss. They play Alabama in the last game. In between, they've got the two Mississippi schools, right? Right on the road, so not yeah. not a gimme. Yeah, mind you, not a gimme. Right. But if they win those games, they're going into that last game against Alabama for a conference championship. Right. Online. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't know what's going to happen with Bama and Miller. No, I don't expect. I expect to about them <laughs> to right. I don't expect them to do anything to end this season because no, I don't think so either. Of everything, but you know,
1: like, Alabama's a lot deeper than what you think they are. They're, they're more Miller's their best player, but they have a lot of really
0: good players. Oh, they Brownies, got for Sears,
1: for sure. I mean, they, they sure. have a lot of
0: talent A lot of talent, and so it, that that game by no means is you know even if Miller was out is is not is not like a, an automatic right. win right I mean no. they're they're good they're they're a good team but at the same time Miller playing or not I think with this buzz coach team yeah you feel like they're gonna have a chance. Well, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, we mean? were talking a couple of weeks ago what they had to go, yeah. you
1: know, to finish the season. They've already surpassed that, I think. And yeah. He said they could probably lose two games or three games and still get into the tournament. They've only got three games left.
0: Look, I, you can't say enough about what Buzz has done with this team. You can't say enough about the attitude of these players and the work ethic and the, the way they play, the effort that they right. show, the heart. It's like they fight. They make mistakes. Yeah. We talked about, we talked about Taylor, and but they never – it's like that turnover at the end of the game, right? Oh, yeah, when Boots lost yeah, it. Yeah, Boots loses the ball. And, and Taylor comes in and just rips oh, it from the dude, right? Geez, like, was, could have been was, a game oh, save. My blood pressure like, just went up. My yeah. watch I was like, oh, Boots, what happened? And then, oh. And, you know, but these guys never quit. They never give up. They always play hard. And to me, that that gives them a chance to win – Every day. Right. No, right. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean,
1: they haven't really been blown out of a game. I mean, no. they lost to Arkansas, at Arkansas. I think they lost about, I can't remember, it was like maybe 10. No, they lost to like nine, nine. 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 But they were in both those games. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, late. Yeah, late. They were all the way. So, they're in at this point. Yeah, they're in. 100%. I think they're yeah. In. Yeah. I think 100% they're in. There's no question. I think Lunardi, last I saw before yesterday's win, had him as an eight seed. Um, I think from here, probably, they're, they're moving even up from there. Yeah. Um, obviously, the next two games are going to be big to sort of seal it all. But they're in. Right. There is no question. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to a little bit of Aggie football news. Go sure. ahead. A couple of things we hadn't covered, and because since we hadn't been back in a little bit, the Aggies hire former Ole Miss running backs coach Markel Blackwell. Yeah. Look, he had the best running back in the SEC in Quinshawn Judkins this past year as a freshman. Right. Um, obviously with Evans there as well, had a big year. So they got a lot of production from their tailbacks. They also obviously were able to develop him quickly and and also recognize the talent. He wasn't a five-star recruit, right? He was a three-star, sure. three yeah. four-star if you go someplace. Right, so – you know, they were able to recognize talent, get him going, get him you know, acclimated and up and running. All those things point to um point to good you know Good, good coach. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not you know, that's about all all we know for right now. Yeah, not a lot. I'm not necessarily necessarily all that excited about this old miss coaching connection that we've got with Durkin and now this guy, I don't know where uh, Jimbo sort of sees that, the, what is he the, see? that yeah, they're doing great things at Ole Miss. I don't, I don't get that. I know he, I know he loses to Ole Miss every year, but yeah, a lot of other so teams it. don't, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, and see if that continues. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't like it, just to say the least. Um, also, rumor that he lost prior to this hire that uh, Louisville wide receiver coach Garrett McGee turned turned Jimbo down. Um, he previously had worked with Petrino as an office coordinator in Louisville back in fourteen fifteen, 15 um, And so, you know, obviously bringing in a wide receivers coach means they would have to move around some some staff guys. Uh, probably Craig, maybe the running backs, Cooley, the tight ends, uh, which maybe make, would make more sense anyway. But they don't get them. Right. And so they go with the running backs coach and they stick with some of the other things. Yeah. They're, they're just – I mean, it doesn't really get me too excited. I had to – it's more of a wait-and-see kind of yeah, let's see what happens. Um, another rumor in the coaching ranks: we talked about there was two positions that they had to fill, one on offense, one on defense. Offense is filled. Yeah. Defensively, after several folks saying no, it looks like they're going to promote uh, one of their defensive analysts to an on-field assistant position. There you go. Ryan Gross-Armiento. Is going to be up, join them in the secondary. Probably group up with TJ Rushing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he'll he'll have probably safeties. He's been with Agnes for two seasons. It's always good to promote from within. It, it is. It's not great the fact that you can't. You nobody can't, wants to come here. You can't hire the guy you want. Yeah. Um. But we'll see what this guy does, and 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 you know, sort of see where he ends up. And you know, look, the safeties. The fourth, The good thing is that the safeties have a. You know, a group that's played a lot and with some leadership in Richardson um, as well as as Gilbert. So, you know, he should have a good group to coach there, um, and shouldn't be that big of an effect, right? Right. Uh, Jimbo was listed on an article on ESPN as a keep an eye on for college football hot Uh I wouldn't even have him on the in the article because honestly, they still owe him way too much money. He's not going yeah. there. I mean, if they had him in the house here, been last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, whatever. So, I don't think he's actually in any danger. You know, money. Talks I don't think away. he's really worried about it either. And he's not worried about it for sure. Uh four brand and quarterback and a great Gerard Johnson hired as quarterback coach for the Texans. It's pretty big, cool. Big, big Gerard Johnson fan. Let me just say that. Right? I, and I don't think he gets enough credit to, you know, he would have had a much bigger year. And maybe we don't know as much about Tannehill. Right. If he doesn't get hurt. Hurt, right. Yeah. An injury that held him back, especially that second year. He never He's a big-time
1: it. recruit coming out of high school.
0: Uh, good athlete.
1: I'm happy for him. I mean, going to a... yeah organization. Who's our quarterback?
0: But under under new coaching, which I like, D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, me too. So we'll see how that works out. But good for him. Getting yeah. promoted and, yeah, and climbing the ranks. Uh, <laughs> former A&M coach Kevin Sumlin hired by Maryland to be the tight end and co-O.C.,
1: Moving Two up bucks. that ladder. No someone
0: yeah. just going in the right direction, isn't he? I wonder if he's already spent all the A M money and that's why he's going back to yeah. coaching. <laughs> That'd be pretty tough to do to spend he had all the A. A and M money then Arizona money. Did call. Did, did call. He I turned, he he turned both those programs around. He did. He definitely did. He he drove them right off a cliff. Yeah. Um actually since the results for Jimbo since then. I guess he didn't really drive him off a cliff of because yes. Jim Bozo might say Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He's so head to Um Twelfth 12th Twelfth Man, 12th Man Foundation announces that they are starting NIL collective 12th Man Plus Fund. Yeah. Look, this is kind of a cool deal because it allows anybody to send money into the fund. Like if you want to spend a hundred bucks, send a hundred bucks. If you want to throw a thousand, whatever. 100000 hundred thousand. Anybody 000, two billion. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Everybody can put in money. And then it all sort of gets pulled in and it's an opportunity, right. you know, for the for the athletes that come in and sign up. You know, you can donate to the general fund for all sports. You could also direct to a specific sport. You know, what and what it what the athletes are gonna have to do is sort of social media posts, you know, maybe some appearances at some events, some speaking engagements obviously have to be having to do with the Twelve Man Foundation and the university. So, you know, right. All good. Uh, more opportunities for those guys to make, make a little, right. Parade. Absolutely. Can't get mad at it. Uh, finally, Aggie athletics has 66 student athletes on the two, 2022 fall SEC academic honor roll. Go figure. Uh, football, the most with 24. Some of the names to think that were on the list. Crown over, Brown, Foster, LJ Johnson, Max Johnson, Miles Jones, Moten, White, Wright, uh, I think most of those guys are actually transferring and no longer on campus. But yeah. congratulations, welcome to the academic honor roll. Great production, I gotta love it. Um, little NFL, and we'll bring yeah. it to that. To the Ags. obviously, Super Bowl's over. Chiefs champs. Yep. Congratulations. Uh, great job, Mahomes. Good job, Jalen Hurts. Uh, time to move on to free agency and the draft for Aggie purposes. That means draft, draft, draft. The Combine coming up uh, March 28th through March 6th. Antonio Johnson, Jalen Jones, and Devon A-Chain, all yeah. three going to be there at the Combine. Um, the DBs will be running and doing the on-field stuff on March 3rd. The running backs, A-Chain, on March 5th. Excited to see some of those times because I think for all three of them, that 40 time is going to have a big <laughs> impact. Big impact. God, they got to be better than last year's class. Last year's class didn't show up in the combine at all. They didn't. You that expect was awful. You expect AJ, though, being the trap oh, guy, that he's going to yeah. show up, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into some Aggie football. But first – God, these allergies are killing me today. <laughs> uh, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before please right now DraftKings sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's right make your first bet up to one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in you can throw down on all the major action for baseball golf mma and more plus with same game parlay spread Money lines, over/unders, props, your betting options feel endless? It does. I love the parlays, mm. I love the teasers. Let's, you know, yeah. let's get as many of those together. Oh, they're absolutely. like 30 bucks to win 5,000. 5,000. 5, it's great. Love it. Best of all, DraftKings is it safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000, that's promo code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, see uh, show notes for details, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed Access by calling 1 800 GABLER. All right. Need to get that number. Uh, The Pickskin Podcast Network, obviously, big deal with the draft team. (coughs) Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. All right. So, today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about top position battles that are going to happen during spring football here in 2023. All right. All right. First, what positions are settled? Right, so we think quarterback oh, right. is pretty much settled, oh, right? Yeah. Your top three wide receivers with nice Moose, and Stewart. Right. Feel good. Um your O line. Eh. Yeah, maybe three at least three positions seem settled. <clears throat> uh, tight end, we, we think pretty pretty highly of Green, Green and Max. Yeah. Right. Uh we feel good about one linebacker position with Cooper. Yeah. One of our cornerbacks was Chappelle coming back. I think right. he's pretty guaranteed. Well, you got the guy from Carolina coming in too, yeah. Grimes. I think he's still got to prove himself. Well, he does. Both both of the safeties in Gilbert and uh, Richardson right. are back. Two defensive tackles. At least the first two you think are probably McKinley and Nolan. Nolan right? Yeah. You maybe never them, know what they're going to do. But right? you never know, so the defensive line rotation maybe is out there. So, what position battles are we looking for? Let's start offensively. All right. I think the one that sticks out is running back. Oh, of course. You lose A.J. You know, you lose A.J., huge producer, obviously, over the last three years, much less this last year, where he was right. basically 95% of the snaps at, at running back, right? Um, Thousand-yard rusher, producer in the passing game. You know, all the things that you do with a running back A chain was doing, and those other guys didn't really get a ton of carries exactly. until the of the towards season. the end of the season when A chain got hurt for and missed the game. Um
1: Which I think is bad coaching. They should have sat there and given these guys an opportunity. I mean, look at all the teams out there that yeah. give other running backs opportunities. To at least the ball.
0: at least some carries yeah. throughout the season, right? So who are the who are the leading candidates here? Really, it's the only candidates here. Uh, Daniels, Moss, and Owens. And I think, to start with, by the way, I think that group is a really talented group of running backs. Right. I do, too. I agree with you. I think they're very talented.
1: Uh, From what we saw last year, it looks like Daniels might have the lead because Moss is a freshman. Freshman will get on the field Look at Mississippi did last year. You know, new running back coach. He yeah. might be like, hey, look what I did last year. Yeah. And then uh, Moss looked all right, but Daniels, I think, has a nod
0: for me. You know, it's funny. Like, everybody talked a lot about Moss right. in that season. And Jimbo, I think, favored Moss to a certain extent because when when chain was out, he seemed to throw Moss in first. But Daniels was drastically... <laughs> significantly the better producer i mean the dude made a lot more plays he looks a lot more natural in he looks a lot more natural with the ball in his hands he looks more natural in uh you know his routes he looks he just looks like the more now he's been there right he's been there for another year i think this is daniel's job i would have daniels as as number one with those two other guys. Sort of – uh But you're not going to get Daniels the type of – No, no. But, but I would j- I would definitely have a three-back rotation. Yeah. I have a feeling that Jimbo is going to end up starting Moss. Is it Jimbo's call? I think uh, – yeah <laughs> I just saying. Yes, it is Jimbo's call. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know what this offense is going to look like this year, like the scheme, what they're going to do, if this will be different, mm-hmm. if it is what it was last year.
0: Yeah, and look, and Moss is probably the more the more physical, bigger back, right? Uh, Daniels is a little shiftier. Right. Owens is sort of a mix between the two, but he's he's a freshman, so he's not going to have sort of the build right. yet. Yeah. But he can do a little bit of obviously I was, five-star was, I running back and do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I would expect that Moss ends up getting the starts. Moss. I think it's Moss getting the starts, and I think it's a Daniels Owens. Rotation behind him. Really? Well, I can see that. I mean,
1: I can see that, but from what I saw last year and just what I've seen, I think Daniels, I agree with you, has a little bit. I think he's the guy to beat out, but like you said, I think it's, I think it's be more 50 50 Moss and Daniels in the backfield. I think Owens will get some carries. I think Owens will be more like a Daniels and Moss were last year trying to get carries but not getting a whole lot. And You'll see some moments where he has a big play.
0: but And I also really expect for him to actually make him, his presence known more and more as the season goes on. Well, you remember when
1: A-Chain was playing behind Spiller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the second year, but I think the first, first year, year. First, year. first year, He got a couple of big plays and you're like, why did this guy get the ball more? I think we're going to see a lot of that with
0: Owens. And by the end of the season, A-Chain was getting more, and more a carry. lot more run. Yeah, right? more, more playing time. And I do expect that for Owens, that's going to be a progression throughout the season. Um, but I don't know. In this competition, the guy that I would say should be starting off the bat is probably Daniels. I have a feeling that Jimbo favors Moss. Huh.
1: Okay.
0: I think he'll end up being your starting tailback oh, game, game. I think one. you're wrong again. But that's so funny. we'll see. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, in, I uh, think you're wrong um at the offensive line offensively obviously we'll stick with offense at the offensive line you know all the guys are returning but obviously at left guard there's some you know you could say that there's maybe some question because of the injuries from last year at center who's going to be your guy between foster and Wyckoff? at guard is duberry entrenched there at left guard or is Moko coming back from injury going to have a chance to take that spot yeah. from him is aki going to have a chance to? Getting beyond the team. Him, yeah, be the team. <laughs> um, so those are some of, the, some of the... How about the guy who loses the center battle? Does he have an opportunity to compete at guard? You know? And so I think that's where maybe a little bit of the competition side comes into play as far as position battles. What are your thoughts? Dewberry left guard. I think he entrenched himself
1: last year. He played well enough. He looks more like a team player. He doesn't look lost out there. Yeah, Aki looks lost. Can't have that. Mm-hmm. He had time to... Get better He's get also better. the oldest of the group. Yeah, so Aki, I'm surprised if he didn't transfer to be honest with you.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he does so after this. Uh,
1: Foster and Wyckoff, the injuries that Foster's had seems like it's lingering. So, it might be the same situation as last year. I mean, yeah. it sucks to say, but it might be the same situation. So, I'll say
0: this. You know, I fully agree with you at the guard spot. I think Dewberry actually did stretch himself. And and look, yeah. that offensive line looked better with him in there. And Like you said, they weren't they weren't just giving up the easiest of stunts and, and free running to the to the running back, to the tailback or to the right. quarterback in the backfield because because he he was on the field and he was a better player than the other guys. I think it also gives Moko the opportunity maybe to move over to right guard where next year he may take over for Robinson when he leaves. Right. Right. So a good transition there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They um, have depth. I mean, that's a good thing to have. That is that is
0: excellent, excellent, right?
1: And I think the play calling will be a lot better this year. It has to be. And it's going to help that offensive line. Simplified system. It's going yeah. to help all those things. And the so, tight ends are back, and they're going to help out. You know, hopefully,
0: right. you know, running them, right? So I think we're in good shape there. I do believe Aki's had his turn on two years running of trying. I don't think he's the answer. Somebody maybe can do a better job of getting him. Yeah you know going I think he probably does hit the transfer portal after the spring seeing the fact that you know he's he's, a, he's yeah. taking a back step over yeah. some of these other guys at center the rumor is that Foster is as healthy as he has been since he got here so we'll see we'll see the one thing I will say is performance wise Foster was no better than Wyckoff
1: yeah
0: and so I'll take
1: your word for that I didn't watch a whole lot of yeah. center play I just watched the whole offensive line as a group, mm-hmm. and as a group, they struggled. They don't communicate. It seemed like they did better with Dewberry because they were, you
0: know, they were. Yeah. Hey, this is- and look, by the end of the year, the, the year everybody wants to point to the LSU getting off was your starting center at LSU, by the way. Yeah. So, um, well, who's your starting center next year? Then is Foster's healthy? I'm going to tell you that this. I think this staff has a has an affinity towards Foster, Foster. and I think it's Foster. Yeah, I think so too. So. Um, Wide receiver four. There's another question. Well, I think we believe that. Look, we believe that Stewart, Anais, Moose are your top three, right? One, two, three. Now here's the thing. Last year, when Anais was healthy, Moose Jimbo was would field. not put Moose on the field. Why? Wow. For no, I don't understand that. We we debated it back back wow. then. We talked about it. We had a problem with it. Clearly, he came on the field and showed why he should be on the field. I don't think after last year's performance, there's any way they can keep him off the field. I think those are your top three wide receivers. Right. Who's number four? Uh, Thomas, probably. Who are you thinking? So Noah Thomas, obviously. Got yeah, I'd say much. Thomas is. He's the bigger guy, right? Yeah, he's
1: bigger. Plus, he he, he did a decent job blocking last year and mm-hmm. little screen passes. I mean, he did all right.
0: I, I like I like Noah Thomas a lot. Um, there's the transfer Tyler Smith from UTEP. Yeah, but another small. Small body. I think with a nice Smith coming back, he's probably more of a step. He's probably taken a step back. Yeah, he's he maybe now become sort of your next next guy. You know, late in games or just for a little breather type of thing. But who else is in the mix? Is Preston um, still there? Raymond Cottrell, the the freshman from the, another is that big the body, kid? Is that the kid another that big kid? body, four star Fred, four star guy. Yeah, yeah. And I think he pre- presents a. An option as a big body, more physical type of guy compared to some of those the other three that we have starting in front of him, right? Right. Um, but you know, how long will it take him to get up to speed? Right. How long will it take him to get acclimated to being, you know, on campus and all those types of things? So that'll be interesting. And then the name needs bench because he's he still there. Jalen Preston. <laughs> I love the guy. We don't know. I don't know either. We haven't heard. it, though. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know if he's there or not. I, I mean, I love that guy. He had that one huge game two years ago against LSU. Didn't get on the field as much last year or wasn't even involved.
0: He still had one, one he had game last year. Well, I mean, it's yeah.
1: just crazy how – Big plays,
0: at least. Yeah, a guy who's got talent and we can see it. Look, and he fits that mold of physical, bigger guy yeah. as compared to some of the other guys, right?
1: But he's got some shiftiness too. He's not, Where's he
0: going? No, he's, well, how, why wouldn't he come back? Yeah. I think he should be back. I'm hopeful that he comes back. I think he provides. But then the other question, are they going to put him on the field? I, look, you know how I feel about freshmen normally, you know, so example, Cottrell, whatever. You know, hopefully he get they give him time to develop. He didn't have to get on the field right away. That You know, with Preston and Thomas, you've got two bigger-bodied guys that can take sort of that role from, uh, from everybody else. Um, and, you know, I'm also hopeful – that our new offensive coordinator does a better job of rotating the receivers than our old offensive coordinator. Yeah. So that's the thing. Jimbo always falls in love with his guys and we just play his guys. Doesn't. So we'll see how that works out. But it is going to be interesting to see, it. and you'll be able to tell pretty quickly in spring who's getting those reps, right? Right, yeah. So Absolutely. it's definitely a position battle yeah. that's going to be interesting to see there. Tight end, we feel real good about Green and Wright being the top two guys. Right. Where do Johnson and the Swede hold come in, right? Well, I think mean, that's after last question.
1: year, what we saw happen to our team last year, we can't have enough depth because mm-hmm. Wright was hurt, Green was healthy all year. But I mean, you look at the offensive line, wide receivers, everybody on our team seems like got hurt. Two quarterbacks yeah. got hurt, three actually. If you say Connor got hurt, the second that mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Right. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Johnson live up to the billing. See if he can be that
0: guy. I love Max Wright, by the way. I think he's a he's a great component of this team. I think he's right. a leader. I think his work ethic, what he's done, shifting positions, doing all the things that he's done, he's a great example to all the players. To be honest with you, I would I wouldn't be mad if Johnson overtook him as your other tight end. Well no, me either, Because I mean then you I, have him back for another year. Because that dude is athletic, he's gifted, he's he's got a lot more sort of physical gifts. That's what we're hearing, but I haven't seen it. Physical gifts. I've seen it. I haven't. I want to, not. I it's not just not in a real game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Alright, defensively, what are some of the position battles? I think this has to start with the position that we have been talking about since Jimbo probably showed up, I don't know, whatever. Defensive linebacker. tackle. Oh, I thought you were going deep tackle. No. It's
1: like, you sure? If McKinney no. McKinney and Nolan, you don't think no. there's
0: a battle there? Linebacker. Okay. I got you. Look, we it's talked about a, it last it's year. It's not a
1: battle at linebacker. We talked about this before we came on. It's, it's has not to be a, a battle. battle.
0: It has to be a battle. It's back. not a battle. Number Dude, one, they got a new coach. Okay. His name is DJ Durkin. <sighs> that's not a new coach. That, that's a new linebacker. That's <sighs> yeah, not a new coach, though. Yep. New linebackers coach. DJ Durkin. Anyway, got Cooper and Russell. Mm-hmm. And who else are you gonna play? Well, I think that's the question because we talked about this last year before the season. One right? second before. Who the did X. I say was gonna be our one of our standout players on defense? You called Cooper. I Cooper. called. I said White, and neither one of them, neither one of them, showed up whatsoever. <clears throat> Look. I don't understand what the staff has against Cooper. I don't understand why he's not on the field more. When no, really. he is on the field, he is our best linebacker. He's productive. No questions asked. He's he might our be our best cover guy. Guys. Yeah, cover guys. He's great. You know, so he provides something that athleticism that no other linebacker on this team does. I do not understand when he's not on the field. Get him on the field. Leave him on the field. Let he him can be a three-down linebacker. Three-down linebacker. Yeah, I mean, he can cover. He can rush. Yeah. He can cover. And he can go go get the ball. Right? That dude, there's no reason he's not on the field every play for that defense. The other one, now look, Russell started making, made a couple of big plays last year. But if you watch him play from down to down, the dude half the time is lost. Yeah, he looks out of position. Out of position. He's just not a natural, instinctive linebacker. No. He's not.
1: No, no. He's you what know, White was two years ago, where you just say go and he goes, and that's it, and that's it. So Doesn't, he's you got to you almost
0: got to send them all the time to yeah. to do anything with him. Yeah. So the question is, how do you get better at linebacker? Well, one, you get somebody that's a little bit more instinctive at that position. So what are the chances? Who are the who are the candidates? Well, I like Torian York, the freshman. I don't know about Now is. you go look at some of his film in high school, and he look he wasn't. Highly, highly, super highly rated, right? Like he's a three-star, four-star type kid. Yeah. But you go watch him. It's because he doesn't have all the physical measurements and that. Go watch him play instinctive. Was he more inside or outside? Inside huh. inside okay. linebacker. Yeah. Very, very instinctive. And I like that about a guy. I'll tell you another guy that I like is Martrell Harris. And we talked about him a little bit earlier. You did. But that's a guy that last year played more on the edge, sort of bringing, bringing – Well. You can use him as as a rusher from this position as well, right? And so I'd like to see what he what he does as far as off the ball. Can he do some things there, right? And get you know what does he done doing the run game and those types of things because he's a he is a, he's you know a linebacker, but he's also the body type that Durkin likes to use as sort of that hybrid outside rusher. Well, that's what I was going to ask you.
1: You think that Durkin's going to do the defensive ends as a linebackers like he? Who we saw some guys last year doing it and just didn't look. Let's, good. Yeah, let's hope that he's not who using Overton. Overton. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? Which, which he likes to do, even Silla and, and some of those. Digs might be another one he might try it with. And it's one thing, like the occasional, very, very occasional, yeah. like mix up with a with a zone blitz kind of situation. Maybe. But Overton just looked out of position yeah, so, so many deep.
1: times when he was in there for passing downs. You're like, the hell's he doing?
0: So who's winning that position? battle? Who's going to be starting next to – Cooper or Russell. Cooper. Cooper Russell. Russell, yeah. All throughout the year, Russell's going to keep his job. No. No. I don't think so. But, I mean – I, I think because said, of the fact that that is so young, that group is so young, I think he and it is probably Russell at the beginning of the year. Nothing's perfect right now. I think by the end of the season, somebody's overtaking Russell for snaps. We thought that last year. We did.
1: We <laughs> thought that last year. Like, what's he doing yeah, on the field? Yeah. But he, you know, he, he had his moments. He does have them. Just like Lee. Lee had his moments last year. He transferred out. But I, don't, it's, I thought
0: it was going be White and Cooper last year. Look at what happened. Look what happens. All right, so we think that's going to be the case for linebacker. We'll see as it, as it develops through spring practice. Cornerback. Cornerback is a spot that a lot of – Aggies feel that we've got pretty settled. Look, Chappelle is our number one guy. He oh, was our number one cover on awesome. last year. I thought he was our best corner last year. He can he he's he's stout against the run. He does everything. I love the dude. Yeah. I think he's underrated. I do too. He's number one. Everybody's assuming Grimes is coming in and he's taking the, that spot opposite him, but I'm he hasn't there. practiced once with this Aggie football team. On so let's 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 introduce some of the other players yeah, that he's gonna be competing with. All right. Somebody that everybody sort of dismisses in this equation is Deuce Harmon. Right. Deuce Harmon is a guy that's been on campus. He's had some injury issues, but when he has been healthy, he's gotten on the field and played, including last year. Right. And played some on that opposite, on that corner spot, the second corner spot, as a matter of fact. Well, you got to remember, so, we
1: played, what, four cornerbacks? Basically start for us, do they not? Three? I mean,
0: we keep, What, three? So, they, if they do that line that they did mm-hmm. last year, it's... Sometimes it could be for you, yeah. And so you you're good. you get guys on the field for sure in the secondary. Yes, yeah. Last year, a lot of times it was safeties, but still, last safeties. year we thought we had depth. Yeah, we thought we had a lot of depth. We did. It's all gone. It's It went away. It's all gone. But Deuce Harmon is still here, healthy. The dude can play. He's got the right physical talents. He's got the right. body size. You know, he's going to – and he's a guy that's been in the system, so he's going to come in with a step ahead of in that sense. Or Grimes. We'll have to see where him and Grimes – now, Grimes is maybe probably the better athlete maybe. overall. Maybe. Right? Yeah. So we'll have to see where those two guys sort of compete. And then you got the transfer from Florida State, McCall, who's five-star type recruit, right? So he's got some physical tools. He didn't develop well at Florida State, didn't get much playing time. Right. How does he translate here? Does he in his second year in college football? Maybe does he does he buy in better? Yeah, you know, does, does, does that process go better? Does he get moved to safety? Maybe who knows? And then Bobby Taylor, freshman last year, does he is he fully healthy, ready to compete? That was the situation last year. He just wasn't healthy. Big time recruit, because you were talking about him last yeah. year being on the getting on the field, but he just couldn't get healthy. Physical talents and his style of play are, I mean. Right along the lines of what we like to see from our corners here, physical, big-time playmaker. Then there's a freshman, Young Rogers, right? Who everybody – look, when I watched him, and he was playing all kinds of positions at a smaller school, right? So right. When I want to me, he's a football player.
1: What school he, is he? He's
0: on the center the Grange. The Grange, I got you. He's a football player. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love those kinds of kids. So, can he get in the mix? You never know. But I think at the very least, now you're talking about a competition for two. For the second guy, the guy that starts is probably a Grimes, Harmon. Maybe Bobby Taylor gets in the mix kind of of situation. I like it. And then further on down, who's number three? Whatever. But some of these guys are all going to get. I I imagine every name that we just talked about gets on the field this year. No, I mean, where you're going with that,
1: my confidence is going up with the secondary. I mean, I was kind of – yeah, you lose Johnson, you lose all those guys that transferred out. And I was like, God, this sucks. But now you're saying this stuff, I mean, I'm like, hey.
0: That is the one place they have done a good job since the beginning of the season sort of replenishing some of the talent that left. Now, look, is any one of these guys, Harris, who's going to LSU, or Smoke, who's going, you know, I don't know. Those two guys played a ton last year, right? Yeah. I don't understand and, why they transferred, but. And Harris, by the way. in trouble. Yeah. Harris, yeah, Harris got in trouble. But he played well. Yeah, he played well last year. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a factor at LSU, right off the bat. You think? I think so. Okay. I think he's that kind of he's that kind of athlete. Yeah. Um. So losing some of these guys, yeah, it 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 hurts. But these guys, the guys we just talked about, have a couple of things in common. One is every one of them that I talked about here has shown work ethic. You know, they they've committed to a program. They've been, tr- you know, these are guys that have shown the ability, other than maybe McCall, who didn't fit in over at Florida State, right? Well, Brown's transferred out. Yeah, Man, but I'm I mean, talking about, a but season. he had good season. Like yeah. He developed there. He was he, he was was clearly all, ACC, yeah, all right. ACC. So, yeah. you know, he's a guy that was definitely working hard at his craft, right? right? And so these, that's the kind of player that we're talking about. And to me, that's a good thing. No, I agree with you.
1: I'm more excited. So who's the start? Who are who, who you picking? Who's your 1A, 1B? Chappelle? Who's going with Chappelle? Chappelle. Who's, who's going to take it? You're going Harmon?
0: I think you are. I'm gonna go Grimes. Yeah, gonna, I, go I think reps. I think I'm gonna still stick with Grimes. Yeah, but I listen. I think Deuce Harmon's gonna be this close to taking that spot. I think he gets some some reps. The forgotten man. I love the forgotten man. All right, the position probably everybody's more worried about defensively is who's gonna fill that slot spot for Antonio Johnson, All right? Who's gonna take that spot because clearly he was. Probably our best defender last year. I mean, when he's on the field. When When he was on the field. (sighs) Who do you put over there? What do you put Cooper over there? I'm a. No, no, no. I've got a guy. I've got a guy that I think 100% is that guy. Not Gilbert. Bryce Anderson. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. He played
1: awesome last year. And whenever Johnson was out, we couldn't get enough of that guy.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Hands down. Hands down. Now, I'll tell you, Harmon has played there before. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to have to provide depth on the outside. Yeah. You've got Matthews and Kerr, who both played a lot last year as well. Some in that same kind of role, by the way. You already said it, dude. Bryce Anderson, he's a hybrid. He can do a little bit of everything. He
1: hits hard. I mean, he comes up like Chappelle. He's a football player. Yeah. He comes up like Chappelle, makes
0: a plays yeah. in the backfield. He's very instinctive. I think it's Bryce. I think it's Bryce. I don't, I like I don't know that it's that close. But it's I. Not, I, I look, Matthews me. was a five-star recruit at, at safety, right? I mean – you know, this right. is not like it's not like you're choosing between these are all guys in the same class, yeah. yeah, right? And so it'll be interesting to see. They're gonna get on the field just like last. They're year. gonna get on. They're gonna get on the field. I mean, you but still got Gilbert. And I Demonte. think he start as Anderson because I think he's a difference maker.
1: What's money playing next year? Is he moving he's, up? He's safety. I thought we talked about him moving up.
0: I like I like the idea of making him a hybrid safety linebacker. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like it too. And getting Russell. But he off the doesn't seem as.
1: Yeah, he doesn't seem as instinctive, though, as nearly as Johnson was, is reading the play. You know, reacting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he even seemed out of position on some of the, a lot of the passing game.
0: But, well, that, I think that's his biggest downfall is the fact that he he's not he's not very good in coverage, right? I mean, he he struggles in coverage. <laughs> that's a huge downfall if you're your yeah, safety. Exactly, huge. Um, look in defensive line. I think the thing about it is that we don't really have starters necessarily. There's a bunch of guys in the rotation, so let's start. Let's talk about defensive end. I think – let's assume that Diggs is number one, right? If he doesn't get hurt last year, he probably has a pretty substantial year last year. Yeah. He 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 had started to produce several games with sacks, those types of things, and then he got hurt, right? I think he's still your number one guy. He's the leader. He's the old elder statesman in the group. Yeah. All right, so who are the other guys that are getting into that rotation? There's some names out there. Let me hear so I think at the end of last year we felt like Shamar Stewart was probably the starter yeah. on the, on that end, but and these guys are freshmen. Stewart yeah. Stewart, yeah. Overton, oh yeah, and I White, who's yeah. also freshman, Silla, and then we talked about Martrell Harris, who got some run there as well. Right, Shamar Turner moving from inside to outside. I still so, like him inside. I just like him. Inside. I like him. But so there's inside a lot inside. of
1: there's not much room with that
0: inside. You got a lot of names in there too. And so that's a lot of names here. Honestly, did any one of those guys just absolutely stick out to you last week? Stewart had his moments. Yeah. Diggs at the beginning of the season.
1: Uh, in the spring practice, Diggs had a good practice. But, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Look, of. let's assume Diggs is in it, right? Let's assume Diggs uh, is
0: one. Who still going as a defensive end? I thought the guys, to me, look, I thought Stewart was sort of solid all around. Yeah. Run, pass, you know, I thought he was solid. I thought the guys that stood out to me as pass rushers were Silla and Overton. I thought they were quicker first step, more explosive off the ball. Than Stewart? Than Stewart. Really? Okay. Uh, Maybe not as strong against the run that they were doing a lot of this linebacker stuff. But to me, if if you're looking for a pass rusher – I'm probably gonna go with one of those two guys, Overton or Silla. I don't know if Silla's huh. not at the top of my list. Now, Nye White didn't get on the field much, and he's more of an explosive type pass rusher. So we'll see what he brings to the table. If You're an explosive type pass rusher. Why are you not on the damn field? I don't get it. it Doesn't make any sense. And then we talked about Martell Harris, who I think stays in that mix because I do think he can produce. He can also do some things. Hell, you can even move Digs inside at times on like NASCAR type packages and bring this guy also off the edge, right? I can't want see want Diggs like a, going inside. A, top, a lot of pass rushers. I can't see that. I can do it. So, who takes that number two spot? Who's starting at that other defensive end spot?
1: Stewart to me. I think on, like you said, first, second down, Stewart.
0: Mm, Diggs, I mean, I think is going to be. <sighs> I think they won. it's probably Stewart and Diggs. Yeah. I think I third think down it. packages, you're probably going to see Overton, some. I think some going to be out there. On, Cilla, on third and then, on third down because
1: they keep trying to,
0: to drop back in coverage. I didn't like it at all mm-hmm. so we'll see how that how that progresses but I do think that you're right I think Stewart ends up being I man I did like seeing, one starter out there I did like seeing Turner on the field with Nolan and and uh, Jackson sure and we do expect that there's going to be a pretty substantial rotation I mean all right. these guys are going to get on the field the question is what situations and and that type of thing, is there was somebody that ends up standing out. Right. Um, I think by the end of the year, Scylla and Overton have a pretty defined pass rush rush package. Really? I do. I I like it. I think those guys are, are probably some of your best pass rushers. I like it. Uh, moving into defensive tackle rotation, once again a similar problem. Oh. Just numbers and numbers and numbers. Rough farm. So game. let's assume that the starters are Jackson and Noah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Those two guys. By the way, that's that's I mean, amazing. You can't really go wrong. I mean, you could put no. Turner in there and still nine. You still have Rakes, don't you? So now, yeah, Shamar Turner. Let's a, let's, let's bump him inside. Regis Rakes. Yeah, Regis. We're Dindy, who spent the last year hurt. Right. Yeah. So all of these guys get into the mix. Um how do you think
1: how do you see this playing out? I have a question. So if you are a defensive lineman, do you need to get to a rhythm? Is it a problem being in an, in for a play and out for a play? Do you need to be in for two to three plays to get yourself going? You see what I'm saying? Or are you, are these defensive linemen good enough where you can say, "Hey, go get them. And you get in there and get all you got for one play? You see what I'm saying? I do think I I do
0: think that there is certain like certain there is something about in a rhythm. That does that mean like you're that, <coughs> that doesn't mean you can't rotate from series to series, right? It's in not like class. a quarterback and a wide receiver, you know, where they're no, no, not, not quite that much, to but, You know, game. if you're a, if you're you know if you're a pass rusher, you're setting up your pass rush move, right? Yeah, you're off it, and then all of a sudden you're setting up to spin, you know, so you're doing different things. And so, all those types of things. We didn't even mention Hicks, right? Our top recruit from this year's class. Right. You know, that's gonna probably be in the mix too. (laughs) That dude's another monster to add to the group. You know, to me, the guys like Regis, guys like Rakes, probably gonna take a step back. I don't know, Regis got a lot of playing time last year. I don't think he's gonna get on the field much this year. I think he will. I think by the end of the fall, he might be transferring. Really? Yeah, by the end of the spring, I mean. Regis, because, I see Rakes doing that. What year is Rakes? Is he a junior this year? Junior.
1: junior.
0: Yeah, I see him. And because Jackson, Nolan, Shamar Turner, Dindy, and and Hicks are all going to be on the field, man. They're going to be on the field. I think Rakes is probably high, more highly regarded than Regis. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't
1: know. Regis seemed to have moments last year that just impressed me. He looks, I'll be honest, at all the defensive linemen, he looks like he's the, the least in shape. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He he's not he and he's also not terribly explosive right.
1: Yeah, but he's got the length. He's got the long arms. He's he batted big. some balls down. He he brings a different dimension. Like Nolan's big, you know, he can do the same thing. Like Jackson, I expect
0: Nolan to dominate. Well, because of the fact <laughs> that off season on campus, some of the, you know he still had some of that you know youngster. Fat body. Well, I
1: just hope these guys are angry about last year. I want them to go out and prove why they were the number one recruiting
0: class. Why they were the top overall. Once again, a position of depth, a position of strength. Hell, let's put three of them on the field at the same time. We've said it. Put five defensive linemen on the field at the same time. DJ Durkin that goes the other three, way. Uh, man, I think he did that enough. He put three, three. defensive tackles uh, that's all two defensive ends. Okay, that's you fun. know that's where I'm going. Yeah, you know, <laughs> what you're saying, D- D- DJ put Durkin put goes the up. other yeah. way. It's like, okay, like, we got Durkin. all this depth at the defensive line. Let's take them all off the field. Yeah, take off we can't the field. figure out who to put yeah. up there. Yeah. Let's take them all off and throw some Let's other put, like three or four
1: linebackers out there, and nobody knows who the hell. Yeah,
0: spring practice is going to start soon. We'll we'll be out there to watch some of that stuff. We'll figure out some of the you know where some of these guys are exactly by the end of spring practice, especially with a lot of the changes, whether at linebackers, coach, obviously at office coordinator, we'll have a lot better idea of where they'd Right. All right, questions from the tailgate brought to you by David Kaufman, PLLC, Tax Controversy and Litigation Lawyers, smart solutions for federal tax issues, experience, Respective representation for taxpayers, over 20 years of experience in tax controversy with offices located in Southlake and now opening at Bryan Call Station, call 817-251-7049. Questions from the tailgate. Number one, how far do the Aggies go in March? Man. I mean, the team loses to Wofford. Look, we already said they're in the tournament, right?
1: Yeah, they're in the tournament, but they lose to a team like Wofford. They did. They beat a team like Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri. Two different
0: teams, though. I mean mean the Aggies, two different teams. No, I I agree with you, but
1: but when you lose to a team like Wofford at home, that should never happen. Never happen. But, saying that, I see them being a 5 seed. Ooh. That means they play... already had him at
0: 8 and his latest one. That was before Bernardi's the 10th season. an
1: idiot. He's an idiot. I have him at a 5. They're going to play a 12 seed. That's usually a tough game. hmm I see him winning that. Then a 5 play Because that 12 f- is
0: usually... A 4 a, plays a, a 5 next. Uh, one of those really... Highly regarded non like small conference guys. They're gonna so. play. They're gonna win that game, and they're gonna play
1: a Big Twelve team after that. And, and here yeah, if they the play pick. a Big Twelve team. That's gonna be a good game because of the way these
0: guys play defense in the second game of the weekend. It's always tough, right? Yeah. Because it's hard to prepare for an Aggie defense with only a day in between. I say Sweet Sixteen. I like it. Where you? At? I'm gonna take you one further. I'm gonna go with eight. Woo! Look at you. How about that? That's crazy. I'm going to go with it. I've been impressed with the way these guys are playing. I think <coughs> that the longer the season goes, the more a guy like Taylor is becoming a closer for these guys right. as far as finishing, making buckets when buckets are hard to come by. Gotcha. Right? Guard play is huge, huge in the tournament. Huge. Huge in the tournament. That's why the Big 12 is so good, because they have good guard play. Key will be keeping the turnovers low, right? Yeah. You them turn over the but other than that, I think they're they in pretty good shape. I'm going to go with Elite 8. All, All right. Predict the Spring MVP's offense and defense. Let's start with offense. Offense, Anais, because he's back. back. I think he's going to blow up.
1: Uh, Connor's. The probably, easy answer is Connor. Yeah, but I'm going to say Anais. Just I like that.
0: I like that. I like Anais because even, even if it's not sort of. He's like, got something to prove. The making true. play, but I think he does have something to prove. Yeah. And I think the leadership side of it is also. Absolutely. A big part of it. Um, don't be surprised if Stewart has a huge spring because I think he also wants to yep. show out in season two. And if both of those receivers are doing it, you know Moose is going to be doing it, which all points to Connor right. and having the biggest of the springs. You could go an offensive lineman if that offensive line really takes a, a, I'm know, not a step forward. Off, I'm not going offensive line. All
1: right. Defensively, who you got? Come on. <laughs> Well, I love McKinley Jackson. I love Chappelle. I love... Uh,
0: the question to me is how many of these guys are going to be really participating that much in the spring because of some of the injury histories and stuff like that, but yeah.
1: Uh, I'll go with the guy who won the last year,
0: Diggs. I think this is a great call for this one. Um, once again, how much is he is he involved in the spring? I mean, how many reps is he getting and all that stuff? Yeah. That's going to be big. Um I'll give you another guy that I think you know, surprise guy, Gilbert. Yeah. You know, second season as a starter out there in the secondary, I think it'd be Anderson a step forward. Or Anderson. Ooh, I like, or Anderson. Anderson. like it. Like Hey, right. one thing real quick. Yeah.
1: I'd like to, for the response on uh, XFL. If anybody's watched it, I haven't watched any of it. I just wanna know if it's any good. Yeah. And if it's worth watching to put some money in. Good That's question so, XFL guys, man? shoot us back. If you watched it. If you haven't, I don't care. Yeah. Huh?
0: That's it. Giga Maggies. Hey Get em Buzz. Corey. Later.